are listening to Political American. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 11. We are one episode past our first milestone of 10 episodes. It's pretty fantastic. I'm enjoying it. Uh, 11 episodes, or well, this will be the 11th episode. That's not too bad. I mean, we still got a long way to go to compete with a lot of these other outfits out there that have like thousands of shows. But, um, eventually we'll get there. Maybe if I can somehow figure out a way to make more episodes in a week or something like that, that'd be nice. Uh, but, uh, you know, that doesn't really end up uh, working out because I do have a job. Um, but, you know, this is mostly, we do have one sponsor from Anchor which is who hosts the podcast, since I kind of figure if I'm taking their bandwidth, uh, the least I could do is, you know, give them some publicity, but uh, pretty much it's all donation-based. So I just wanted to get that out there about how we are a value-for-value model podcast, so if you feel like it's worth anything, anything at all, five cents, a dollar, I doubt it's, I doubt you can really send five cents over PayPal or anything like that or whatever, but, uh, there is a donation link on our anchor, uh, page, which, uh, you should be able to get through on any podcast app, there should be a link, um, if not, let me know on Facebook or Twitter, you can just look for Political American, and, uh, it, we should pop up, uh, it's at least political AM on Twitter. So, cause you know, they're limited on characters. Um, but it should, should still pop up if you put a political American, and then just send me a message, reply, whatever you gotta do, whatever you gotta do. And just let me know if you can't find it and I'll figure out a way to put it in the next podcast or the next episode, uh, whenever that is, um, today I figured I would talk about, uh, black media, uh, I don't have an extensive, uh, list of topics or opinions, uh, broke down on some of this, but, it's uh, mostly black media. I was watching. I got I got a brand new uh, Galaxy Note 10. Uh, I love it. It's pretty nice. I like how I can make notes with it. Um, I'm a pretty techie person, so you know it's not anything. It's not like it's brand new. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is the wave of the future. You know, I I know what the, all that is and how it works and. I just never really had a phone that had that. I mean, my last phone was a G6, I think, LG G6. And I bought that off the internet. And then because I was with Cricket, uh, 
and cricket, you know, I mean, it was 35 bucks a month, but I have a wife that loved Verizon and decided we needed to go with Verizon and our first bill was like $300 and I just kind of shrugged my head, you know, shook my head and just was like, you know, that could have paid for three months on cricket, but Hey, whatever. Um, they, they didn't have all that bad a service either considerably. I mean, I had Metro PCS back in the day and they were, they were a uh, cricket's a lot better. So, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, currently at work, this is the best place to make podcasts, uh, even though it's noisy. I apologize for that. Uh, my last podcast so far, or my last episode, has gotten three views as of recording this, which is nice. Thank you. I have an ov- audience basically of three people. I appreciate all three of you. Uh,. This makes me very happy because at least I'm not talking to myself. Uh, So I appreciate that a lot. Uh, But yes, black media. There's nothing, nothing bad about black media. Okay. I want to preface that real fast. I have never seen an issue with a like like Charlemagne the God having the breakfast club on you know the radio and I'm pretty sure he I know there's video so I'm pretty sure he he streams it on a site that I do not know of because I've not looked into it um because I don't really agree with the guy if I agreed with them or maybe short shared some views and wanted to listen to them, I probably would be able to find it. But, uh, uh, I know he's got to be streaming something somewhere or making videos. So he mostly talks about, <clears throat> sorry, uh, you know, topics about the black community and that pertain to the black community. And, um, you know, it's, uh, it's more or less, uh, it's geared as a black person show, which I'm completely fine with. I don't understand why people would have a, all no, oh, that's racist because, you know, they're only catering to black people. I don't, I don't see a problem with that. I think if you want to, uh, this is America, you see, and that's the thing is I understand that if a business, a business should have the right to do that. And if you don't like how that business is doing things, you have the option and the complete freedom to not patronize that business. Do not give them money. Do not care about them and uh, openly boycott them. I personally uh, regardless of what other people think. And I'm not going to get into it right now, but I personally do not care for Chick-fil-A. So I do not go and buy chicken sandwiches from them. Uh, I do not care for Old Navy. So I do not go and buy their clothes. 
probably also I can't fit in those clothes, so it kind of helps that I don't shop there also, because that would really be a waste of money, but there's certain things like that. Uh, I found out about Snapple recently, something about Snapple that I will not be buying Snapple in the future, but... Ben and Jerry's stuff like that. Um, mostly it's if you want to get political, then it, when that's not your thing, you're selling ice cream and you want to be political. All right. It, well, you lost my business. There's plenty of other ice cream out there. I don't need you. Um, you know, that's the risk you take, but I mean, they might've gotten plenty of, uh, customers to take my spot, which is fine, which is fine. Um, but I just, I have personal things and that's my right as an American citizen to not be forced to pay for something. I don't think I should be forced to pay for something, which was also an Obamacare issue, but, uh, that's another episode also, maybe. So anyways, black media, you, I think you should have the freedom to have a target audience to have, uh, the freedom to be doing certain things. So I think if you have a club that people have to pay money for, that you approve memberships, I think you legally should be allowed to be selectable if you want to who joins basically making it like the all white golf clubs or yeah well they were the all white uh uh golfing courses that they had uh back in the day uh i think personally that those are legal. Those were legal. Maybe not moral, but we're not talking about a moral sense. Okay. Business is not about morality. You can bring it into it if you want. As an individual, you can run a moral business. There's nothing illegal about having a moral business. But there also is nothing illegal about having an immoral business. Do you understand what I'm saying? It may not be right, but it's legal. Okay. So there could be people that go to, you know, there could be an all white. I think, I think that should be allowed. If people want to do it, let them do it. If people want to make an all black TV show where it's all black characters and everyone's black, fine. We're gearing this towards black people. Cool. Do it. Go ahead. I don't care. You know? Oh, no. There's a show that's not made for me that has nothing to do with me. I can watch a million other shows. You know? And it's fine. Like, there's some shows that might be about black people for, kind of for black people, mainly for black people. But because of how I was raised and where I came from, I understand. And I can get some enjoyment out of it. 
Okay, maybe I don't, maybe 100% understand everything in it. You know, ooh, you know, it wasn't, you know, I'm not black, so uh, I don't fully understand. That's fine. But I pretty much know I I share uh, enough to where I can get it. And I can follow along on most of this stuff. And so I was watching. I was watching a a video of this video series on Yahoo videos. Yeah, I know. High class stuff. Uh, Yahoo videos. Uh, it was like, it's preloaded on my phone, so I'm kind of fucked, but, um, Yahoo videos is, um, has this show called unmuted. Okay. And basically from what I'm gathering, cause I only, I, I can only tolerate a little bit of it was about basically we're not going to be silenced and blah 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 and you know uh we have a voice now that's nothing new okay black people have had a voice since before i was fucking born all right you've had the chance to do shit more and more since i've been fucking born all right uh maybe there was some little areas in the country when I was born that were still holding out. But that dwindled really fastly. There is no, uh, well, what, not really hurdles, but there's no, uh, there's no barriers. That's what I was looking for. Sometimes words in me don't really work. Um, there's no barriers for you anymore as a black person regardless of what you think there's no barriers that are preventing you there's no people there's no evil white people anywhere that's fucking like oh you're black you're not gonna get a show you know I understand that was a thing back in the past at one point for a while um I understand that I know what happened in history okay I know, and guess what? That's happened for 6,000 motherfucking years. Okay? And... Just... Don't talk history with me. But anyways, so... The the whole premise... Was that they get to talk about whatever they want... And... You know... they're, They're somehow oppressed. And they're young... Okay, pretty much, I'm 38, so if you are at least 10 years younger than me, that would be 28, you have no fucking clue, I mean, probably even my age still, but at least 10 years younger than me, if you're under 30, you have no fucking clue what oppression is, okay, you have no clue. Don't try and say about, you know, systemic racism or any kind of bullshit like that. It doesn't exist. 
all right? There was, there was no oppression. You don't know what oppression is. And when people say that, okay, like me, and uh, I have credibility to say that. Uh, a lot of people say, oh, well, you're white, so how dare you? You have white privilege. I took a lot of white. I took a lot of uh, privilege tests, and they always come out as severely underprivileged. But I'm white and straight. How could that be? It's because it doesn't fit the narrative. You have no idea. These people have no idea what my life's like. What my life has been like. What I've had to deal with. What I've had to go through. Okay. And a lot of people just assume that white people are all these rich motherfuckers. Well, I agree that mostly rich motherfuckers are white. Which is kind of... Like when I was born, that was more of the thing. But now that now in 2020, that is not the case anymore. There is way more black entrepreneurial. Bleh, sorry. It's like fucking it's like one o'clock in the morning. You know, working graveyard. I can't talk. Um, you know, business people that are black, that are making millions of dollars. There's way more of those people. All right. In America, there's way, there's so many more people that are black making it and not even millions of dollars. Like the 1%, I think is 350,000 a year. Something like that that you have to make. That's like, almost a quarter of a million dollars and you're in the 1%, which is basically if you really understand where the 1% is, uh, you can see just how poor really people are. A majority of people live their life on 4,000 or less a month. And that's even with two people in that, you know, working Four thousand or less a month. You get two car payments in a nice house, bam, that's gone. No problem. Especially with bills and food. Oh my god, with this damn pandemic bullshit and everything. Fucking food has skyrocketed. Sorry, tangents. That's my problem. I start talking. Tangents. It's always gonna happen. I can't I can't change myself. So uh You know, the, I like the idea of black media in the sense of, like I said, a black, black people making a show for other black people. I'm cool with that. I'm fine. You then don't get to say it's racist if a white person makes a show for white people. Okay. That's not racist. You can't, you can't play those games. If you want to be able to have a black show for all black people. There should be allowed to be an Asian show for all Asian people. And that's probably okay. I know my Netflix has been getting more and more 
international, you know, shows like, you know, from India or from Asia or Russia. There's been a lot of movies that are dubbed, which is fine, you know, Uh, especially with all this pandemic stuff. There's been a drought of entertainment. But, you know, that, regardless, what I'm saying is, is that I like it. And I understand that it's a majority white country. And so there's not a whole lot of media choices for black people. There's not a whole, you know, there's not a lot of podcasts. Well, there is now, but I mean, you know, as I was growing up, there wasn't a lot of podcasts. Well, still podcasts are new, but whatever, you know, um, you get what I'm saying. Not a lot of radio shows, not a lot of TV shows, not a lot of movies. And if it was movies, it was black uh, exploitation movies like uh, Black Dynamite. What was it? No, it was Dolomite. That's it. My, my bad. Um... You know, stuff like that. And, um, by the way, if you haven't seen that on Netflix, Dolomite with Eddie Murphy, that is the shit. Um, you gotta watch that. That was good. I loved it. My wife, and this is the difference. Okay, I gotta say this. My wife, she grew up typical white person. Okay. Basically. Oh, is someone coming? Um, you know, like the typical kind of white person, when you say white privilege, like, I think my wife really hits that way more than anybody else. Well, not anybody else, but more than me, should I say my, uh, cause she grew up in a house most of her life. Um, she, you know, uh, her mom and dad both worked. They had money. They didn't have a problem. She went to nice schools. She was very sheltered. Um, her parents told her what not to, you know, they actually cared. They focused on her life. They did stuff that paid attention to them. They had little family rituals where they would go cut a Christmas tree. And their dad would, like, I actually got to see what a real fucking white family is from her family. Because <laughs> I'm like, Damn. My white family did not do a damn thing like your white family. My, you know, when my parents weren't doing drugs, you know, I mean, they'd eventually talk to me. But, uh, I'm like, okay. Uh, so anyways, um, you know, it's, it's just, there's, there was a big difference. So. She did not understand it or appreciate it as much as I did. I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. Um, I thought Eddie Murphy did very good in that movie. And, you know, I listened to MoFax podcast where he talked about black exploitation movies and... Uh, I immediately understood what he meant and, you know, it was, it was still, 
pretty good. I mean, I understand the the movie was more about how the guy, which I forgot his name. Sorry, I'm horrible with names in general. So, uh, the guy that made up Dolomite was trying to get his movie made, and he was just trying to make some money, you know? He was just trying to make a living. And he heard all these stories from these old black guys and kind of made a persona. And it kind of worked. And it was it was basically like he was a... Uh, it was an act, you know? It was an act. And everybody loved it. And... He made decent amount. He made a living. I wouldn't say he got rich or nothing, but he made a living. And you know, he didn't have to steal or kill or do anything illegal. So, uh, you know, it was it was kind of cool about this guy that made up this persona. And maybe there was a lot of stereotypical stuff in there about old stories and everything like that, but uh, it was it was nice. It was very nice. So let me bring it back around because I just rambled on for like twenty minutes, probably. Um, that you know, black media like that and stuff like that is fantastic. But it's been, it has been around more or less for a long time. When Black Panther came out, everyone was like, oh my God, we finally got a black superhero. Oh my God. And I looked at these people like, are you fucking stupid? Okay. What, what are you talking about? We finally got our own black superhero, blah, blah, blah. You know, yeah, Wakanda forever. I was in there looking at them like... You do understand that Black Panther was made in, like, 1950, right? He's not new. He didn't just come out two years ago. He was... He was an old comic... That's been around... Since... Like, 1950. I'm pretty sure it's a different date. I don't know what the actual date is. But... It's old. Just like Luke Cage. When Luke Cage came out... Everyone was just so happy... And I get it. They didn't know. They didn't understand. And so this is where ignorance versus reality. People like me that actually have seen parts of, I wouldn't call it black culture, but have seen things with black people in them. Like Luke Cage. Comics of Luke Cage. I knew about Luke Cage before a lot of black people did. I hear a truck. Sorry, I might have to pause. I pause when the trucks come down because I'm I'm on light duty. Just to give you a little background again, if you didn't listen to the whole last sh- uh, episode... I'm on light duty, and I'm out in the truck yard at my work, which is far in the back, and trucks come and go, and they're loud, 
and this microphone picks up everything. Kind of need to figure out how to make fix that somehow, but still. But uh, I usually have to pause it because I can't do anything about it. But I think we're good for a little bit. So, anyways, <clears throat> you know, I know about Luke Cage. I know a lot about Black Panther. And I know about, like, that's why when people are saying that, oh, there's nothing for black people. And I'm like, yeah, there is. And then when they discover it, they're like, oh, my God, this is so, we finally have it. And I'm like, you've had it the whole time. You just didn't know. You know, I, I just, when you got to ramble stuff off and then they look at you like, how do you know about all this black stuff that I don't even know about? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm cultured. I kind of like to read up on stuff. I don't, I, you know, I grew up in the Bay Area of California. Don't live there anymore. But um, the Bay Area of California, the Bay Area of California had everybody. Okay, there was everybody. You, you got used to different types of people real fucking quick. And so I got, I, I was never a closeted, like, don't talk to anybody, only talk to white people kind of person. No, I was like, Hey, how are you doing? What's your name? Cool. What's your life? You know, like, how you doing? Were you born here? Did you come over here? And a lot of people, uh, at least lately, with that, I'm going to get off on another tangent. Um, with that, when white people ask about, because it's kind of pertaining to black media, because there was a... a I think it was like a MTV, uh, what's that thing with that chick? It was, uh, I forget what it was called. Um, I have to think about it. It was, I don't know. She, she, it was always about race. Anyways, um, they were talking about, you know, how white people, always got to ask about where you're from if you don't look white and everyone you know like i i would do that but i wouldn't be like oh where are you from or where are you really from no i'd say did you come here or were you born here which is fine to say and if anyone had an accent that wasn't an american accent if they were white like there was russians that i knew ukrainians you know did you, I know you have an accent, but did you come here or do you, were you born here? And they're like, of course I came here, but I'm like, Hey, you could have learned it from your parents and just went with it. I don't know. Shit. Um, but you know, how long you been here? So usually you can guess on accents, you know, I mean, sometimes there's some people with even slight British accents. Oh, did you come over to America? You know, from where? 
Um, so, you know, you start talking. Um, that's, I live close to a town that has a university that has a lot of, uh, out of country people. And so we actually saw, uh, I don't know if she was really British or whatever, but it seemed like a British type lady with the accent, young lady, very young lady. Um, there was hint of British in her accent. So, you know, if it wasn't my buddy driving the car to work, uh, I would ask, oh, sound like you got a little bit of an accent. Did you come over here from somewhere? You know, like I like to, it's just what I'm getting at is I like to know more about people, more about the world firsthand from the people. I got a good buddy, good buddy. Love the dude. He's kind of like my brother. I consider him kind of like my brother. He's probably not really, he'd be more like my dad because he's like 60 years old. But anyways, you know, like my brother and, um, he's from Iran. He did, you know, he has a fantastic story about how he was a professional wrestler over there and this dude's 60 years old like he's got some muscles I didn't even know what happened this dude is like four foot ten and I can swing I am 380 pounds I could swing off this old guy's arm and he can hold me up he's he's so buff it is crazy I I was just like, well, I know who's my bodyguard, but, um, he's, he is, he's a cool ass dude and he don't have a problem talking to anybody, but, uh, yeah, we would just, I used to work for a guy named, uh, not named, sorry, a guy from Jordan selling rugs at an, uh, at a, a swap meet in Sacramento, California, uh, and so, like, I just meet people. I meet people. And I kind of just forgot about where I was going with this whole story. Um, damn it. <laughs> welcome, welcome to Searching for My Brain, the podcast. Um, so... It's damn it. Where was I going with that? Um All right, I'm going to pause it and listen <laughs> to my own podcast. Now I can't even edit this. This is great. This is fantastic. This is all live. I got to listen to my own podcast. Find out where my train of thought was before I ruined myself by going off on tangents, man. It's too dark where I'm at or else I'd make a note of it. You are here. God, I need a, I need a flow chart for what's going on in my brain. It's great. And you guys, maybe no one, maybe, maybe no one wants to donate to this podcast because it's too hard to follow. <laughs> Jeez. All right. Well, it's probably going to be instant for you, but, oh, I'm already at 35 minutes. Look at that. Um stop for a second and then obviously you're gonna hear well and i'm back um 
You know what? It's 35 minutes in. I could probably do a commercial break for the anchor pod or the anchor ad. That would be perfect. And then come back from the ad and I'll have my brain back. That works nice. Man. I I am sorry. This is a horrible episode. Eventually one day, you know, I, no, no, it's not going to happen. As I get older, I've seen it in my mom. So as I get older, this my brain is just going to go down here. This is going to be a great adventure in senility for me. This is going to be great. Um, so yeah, we're going to do a pot. We're, ah, we're going to do an ad, a podcast. Jeez. Maybe I shouldn't do this podcast right now. Huh. I can't even talk. Yeah, I hear a truck coming anyway. So, I mean, I guess it's a good time to stop. So we're going to do an ad and then I'm going to come back and have my brain. Well, that was a good uh, ad. So I, I went back and listened to what I was talking about. Finally figured it out. Um, and also looked up that show that I was talking about, which is decoded by Francesca Ramsey. It's all about race. And found some things to talk about on that. Um, but black media and how people don't know about certain black entertainment stuff such as, you know, Luke Cage and Black Panther. Um, so basically what I was getting at is that, you know, the, there's a lot of these, uh, either shows or whatever, and they try and, you know, say that they're oppressed or oppression. And I said that a little bit earlier, but I'm going to go back to that. And I just want to be like, you're not, you're not, you know, streaming or making videos on YouTube for free. You have a gig. You're getting paid. Yahoo is paying you for a series. So uh, how are you sitting there talking about inequality and all this stuff when your ass is getting paid? I I I really don't see that. You know, it's it's just like there was there's a guy on YouTube, I don't remember his name. I might try to find the video and make a video on my YouTube for political American YouTube. Um, excuse me, uh, which has old YouTube videos and, um, uh, he was, he was taught, he, he makes a buttload of money and he was talking about, oh, I'm still oppressed. No, you're not. No, you're not. You need to, you need to look up the definition. You need to look up the definition. 
And that's what a lot of this stuff is. We're going to get, uh, come back full circle pretty much, uh, about, uh, a lot of other topics from some other shows. The problem is, is these leftists and it's leftist black people mostly because Larry Elder doesn't have this issue. You know, he's completely fine with not being oppressed. It's victim it's victimization uh, mentality and it's about constantly want to be wanting to be portrayed the victim and constantly be you know use your race to get money to get past everything to not you know to not accept any kind of responsibility to not have to try as hard you know um and that's what a lot of these people want a lot of these leftist people want they want it it's just like black lives matter they don't care about black lives they don't really care about black people uh their mission statement is to get rid of the nuclear family which has pretty much happened for black people and it is dead it is destroyed the black community back before lyndon b johnson is really someone coming back for another trailer god i hope not um oh no i think that's a new trailer oh okay um i'm not pausing uh so you're gonna have to hear the truck um so uh lyndon b johnson did the great society i do believe that's what happened with the great society that's a gardener truck oh good um and uh sorry sidetracked and um you know he destroyed the black household uh basically made it to where black women would get rid of their black husbands in exchange for the government being their sugar daddy and that's what happened that's what happened and it's it's ridiculous that they want this to happen more it is proven that it hurts black children you know black black children cannot be in a one parent household it's fine if you know shit hits a fan and blah 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 and it has to be done but you know there's a, there's a lot of black people that are starting to stand up for it and is starting to talk about how black men need to take responsibility and blah 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 there is a black man that I work with and he is a fantastic man he is still married to his wife that he had kids with his kids are all growing up and they're gone and everything blah 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 he just bought another house and sold his old house I mean like he is a hard working man and it's like there's no reason there's nothing's keeping his black skin isn't keeping him back nothing's keeping him back like you have no excuse you have no excuse you there is like i am 95 95 thousand dollars in debt for student loans 
there is so many, so many, uh, uh, opportunities out there for you to be able to be loan, uh, debt free as a black person. It's ridiculous. There isn't like that for me, but there is for you. And there's, there is quotas. There is quotas where you get hired for being black. You get admitted into the school for being black. They have easier, they have lower test score limits. Like you can, you can mess up more on a test to be admitted as a black person. That is not equality. That is favoritism. And these leftists think that's equality. Oh, we're doing, we're, we're equalizing justice as retribution for the past, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but these kids, they're never going to learn anything. And you're just making a dumber society for the future. And they haven't have they hadn't had to deal with anything, you know, uh, like their forefathers, supposedly, if they're, you know, I mean, the only people that, you know, can claim that are ADOS, but, um, you, like, there is craziness, and all Black Lives Matter wants to do they're Marxists. They want to hurt black people. Really. They want to give them less opportunity, less skills, less potential for the future. Conservatives want them to be hardworking, smart individuals that know that don't need to depend on other people may want to depend on other people. Like, I love depending on my wife. I don't need to depend on my wife. I love depending on my wife. I love her being there. I don't need her. You know, she doesn't need to be in my life. I want her in my life. So, it's, you know, it's the same thing. They want... You're basic... Okay, so the leftist mentality basically if you're for that as a black person you're basically okay with slavery in a in a sense still because you're going to be enslaved to the state you're going to be to you know give you the okay and help you every little bit of the way you're going to be enslaved to the thought the men you know the the ideology because if you don't follow it you're a coon and a race traitor and all this shit and if leftists had it their way, black people that didn't follow their ideology would be cast out and wouldn't get any benefits and wouldn't get any help and would be, you know, uh, uh, ex- basically excommunicated from the church, the church of Black Lives Matter. You know, like that's that's what it is. That's how it is. And. Yeah. You know, it's basically like a religion, a political religion in a sense. They want to be their own little political party. And, you know, like when 
one of the paper machines just went down. Um, huh. Ooh, shiny. Uh, talking about, uh, ideologies and stuff like that in conservatives. So, my wife's grandfather is a hardcore conservative. He loves Trump, you know, sucks his nuts and everything like that. Now, I'm not like that. I'm going to vote for the guy because I like his policies. I think he needs to shut up, you know. I don't agree with everything he says. I don't agree with all his policies. Uh, you know, everything. But I think he's the best option. And he did pretty good. Good. He made um, opportunity zones that helped uh, developers be able to redevelop poverty-stricken areas and cities. There was over 300 opportunity zones uh, that were... Uh, what was it uh, uh, listed? There's there's a, a there's a site somewhere, some White House site that has all the opportunity zones, shitload of them in California. But anyways, um, you know where you don't get you is it ten years, five years, something like that? Ten years, I think. You don't have to pay taxes on the building property taxes and stuff like that I think for 10 years you know so that you can recoup any losses and actually come out ahead and stuff like that and actually make some money off of it and it's just kind of like you know they want to revitalize uh torn down you know basically like Chicago and Chicago it's it's not about a race thing with Chicago. Chicago's just... I mean, it's more of a Democrat thing, really. Democrats have torn that city up for the last 50 years. Um, maybe 30 years. Something like that. Whatever. A long time. Longer than I've been alive. Um, it is... It is a run-down shit of a city. And it's basically probably all opportunity zone, I'm sure. I mean, I haven't looked at that map, but uh, you you can now, you know, try to revitalize communities and make it more prosperous and try and bring jobs and, and make it... Oh, my God, there's another truck coming. All right, I'm going to play an interlude with a truck pause. Okay, we were talking about uh, Trump policies and the uh, opportunity zones. He did a lot of um, justice reform, criminal justice reform, uh, with uh, what's her name? Freaking Kim Kardashian, right? That's Kanye West's wife, I think. Um, she was in the Oval Office with him. I think it was her. I'm pretty sure it was her. Um, and he signed a bill that she... 
started to like 2.30 a.m. Eh, apologize. Um, he signed a bill with her and about, I don't remember the specifics. I think it just got people out of jail, freed a bunch of people that were incarcerated for low-level crimes like uh, possession of drugs and stuff like that. It was a big, but it was a big bill in a sense that it, you know, helped a lot of people out. Uh, he, you know, helped people out with taxes. Um, <coughs> excuse me, uh, by lowering taxes on people, and I, I love how, uh, the left kind of talks about, I might have covered this already, I don't remember, but about how all oh, the, the tax bill was, or, you know, the big tax bill was a tax break for, uh, for, uh, the rich and, and all these people, blah, 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 it was a tax break for everybody. Okay. And when you sit there and talk about, oh, well, all these billionaires got a whole bunch of tax breaks too, and they got the most money. Well, it's based off of money. So if everyone gets 1%, like let's say everybody gets a decrease of tax of 1% of, you know, total tax. So. If a company's paying, I don't know, 45% taxes, income taxes or whatever, payroll taxes, all that shit, and 1% is taken off, that could be, yeah, that could be millions, maybe billions of dollars, depending on how big the company is. Um, so, I mean, that's not a lie, but... It's also a huge ass company where those billions of dollars with operating costs and everything else, blah, 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 disappears rather fast. I mean, I work for a big billion dollar company and I'm sure across all their subsidiaries, yeah, they probably made uh, an extra billion dollars off of that less taxes. But they also make projects and stuff like there's a new project that they're doing here at my job that's gonna <sighs> shoot. Sorry, yawned again. Um, that maybe it's time to drink some more energy drink. Um, that's gonna create more jobs. I mean, it is creating jobs on the whole construction front. But it'll create more jobs, more positions here at work. And this is a union job. Um, not all liberals are union members. This is more of a trade skill job, though. You don't see a whole lot of union me or a whole lot of Democrat liberals here comparatively um 
And there's quite a few other things he's done that I forgot offhand. Um, so to speak, there was a list that I saw somewhere. I don't remember. I think it was on TikTok. Uh, of all places. But um, that thing's getting political too. But uh, he's done a lot of good things. I mean, he's also done a lot of bad things. He's done... Uh, gun legislation to, you know, ban certain stuff for guns, I think it was bump stocks and shit like that, blah, 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 whatever, which I'm against, because I personally don't think any gun control laws are constitutionally, uh, legal, it doesn't matter if it's legal like they put it in the books, it's still not constitutionally legal, because it says, first fucking words, shall not infringe, Congress shall not infringe. Right there. Blah, blah, blah. And um, I'm pretty sure executive orders are unconstitutional. Uh, even though they're still used. There's a lot of stuff like that. That because I'm a libertarian pisses me off. Uh, but, you know, what are you going to fucking do? Um, and I'm voting for him because there's no way I'm voting for Joe Biden. There was, and to bring this back to black media, I forget the show offhand, the show name. I'll have to find it. Uh, but there was a lady, I think it was a radio show. There was a lady going off about... Uh, Biden and all the stuff, no, no, it was, I think it was Bloomberg, Mayor Bloomberg, that's right, all the stuff he did with Stop and Frisk and all the anti-black stuff and everything like that and blah, 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 I mean, she went off for like 30 seconds on just all this stuff and then the co-host was like, haven't said all that. Uh, if he was chosen as the candidate to run for president, you know, by the DNC, would you vote for him? And she was like, well, he's not going to get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if he was, would you vote for him? She's like, say, having said all that, I would have to vote for him because I know how it works. Basically saying that I'm going to vote for someone. And it's the same with Biden. I'm going to vote for someone that's detrimental to me as a black person and my black community just because he's Democrat. Because for some reason, magically, Democrats save my life or help me in some way. It, it's it's astounding how these people, and that that's really the problem. I don't have a problem with black media. I have a problem with liberal black media, I guess is really what it is. Mostly uh, political liberal black media. Like, I'm sure there's some liberal black people, in, like Hollywood liberal black people that I've watched that I like. That's just because I don't know their political views you know, 
means that, you know, I can't hate on them. I, I don't, it's kind of like certain things. So when it comes to Hollywood and actors and stuff like that, I'm fine with you having political views. I'm not fine with you going onto things and going everywhere and having to make everything political. Like, uh, the sheriff guy, I I don't, I don't remember his name. The sheriff guy from, uh, Stranger Things. He's now a fucking piece of shit because he had to go up at the Oscars and say shit about Trump. And I'm like, dude, just shut the fuck up. Like, that's not the place you do that. That's not the place you do that. And you're a fucking actor. No one gives a shit. John Legend, same thing. Just shut your fucking ass up and sing songs. No one gives a shit. And he's he went on about how, oh, uh, sorry to say it, but everyone that's creative, all the singers and all, all the uh, movie people that make movies and everything, they're, we're all liberal. Uh, no, you're not. No, you're not. All my friends are liberal. Everybody's liberal. No. No, you're not. Okay. Hollywood might have a bunch of liberals in it, but everybody that makes music... And everybody that, and then he had to be like, oh, well, except for country, that's all, yeah, no. There's a bunch of conservatives that do rap. There's a bunch of conservatives that do R&B, that do soul, that do everything. You just don't know because you're in your little bubble. So I'm going to start, I have right now the only blog slash website I have is a blogspot politicalamerican.blogspot.com I do believe it is what it is it's a crappy URL it sucks um, but it's something right now I kind of got to focus on other money or putting money towards other things right now especially since uh, I don't make any money off this podcast so I'm not going to make a spend money on a website for you know uh, like I'm sorry to say I really am to all three of you which I still greatly appreciate but I'm not going to spend money on a podcast or you know on a website for a podcast that has three people I'm not going to spend $50 a year you know when I could put that into that $50 a year into equipment to make the podcast sound better rather than on a domain name and maybe hosting servers or whatever. So <clears throat> anyways, uh uh I I'm gonna put make a page for boycotts. And so I think I'm gonna have media types that'll be boycotted I don't know how I'm gonna word it uh, entertainers boycotted entertainers like John Legend and Madonna and and Madonna's I found out Madonna's not even a citizen of the US 
She denounced her citizenship. She's like a citizen of France and UK or some shit. She didn't even live in the US. And then in 2016, when she said she had thoughts about, or she thinks a lot about blowing up the White House, that's like, that's like a terroristic act. And I have 13 minutes, and now I gotta stop again because there's another truck coming. I hate it when they do all their rushes at one time. You know, like they just keep coming, and then they'll be gone for like three hours. No, you know what? I'm gonna keep going. You're gonna deal with that, I guess. Sorry. Um, because he's gonna drop his, the trailer and. Is he? Is he gonna back up? No, I think he's going to the. I think he's going over to where the empties are. Okay. So, anyways, um. Yeah, and so I th- I think that's basically terroristic threats. That's like a, that's like a foreign, you know, a f- that's like a, a foreign invader or something like that. I don't know what it would be called. We could have pulled her green card and fucking deported her ass. See, Trump could have done that, but he didn't. But see, so that's the thing is I like to talk about is, okay, Trump isn't the best. He hasn't done, you know, he everything he's done, he hasn't, you know, he hasn't done ever, or everything that he's done hasn't been fantastic. He's done some crappy stuff like, you know, gun control laws and, and, uh, a couple other things like the pipeline and um, a couple other things that um, you know aren't really all that fantastic. There was there's a couple things like you know I mean in a sense Betsy DeVos being the um, what is it? director of the Department of Education. Is it director or secretary? Secretary of Department of Education? I think that's what it is. Um, and so, you know, it's just, because I don't think she was all that great. Uh, or is all that great. Um, but, you know, if we just sit there and picked apart everybody's failures no one would be successful ever you know no one would be good in any way I mean like he talked to North Korea started making a peace deal with that until the media fucking went off on him and uh, he you know and that's the thing Obama can drop a pallet full of cash and the media doesn't say shit. Oh, uh, Trump talks to North Korea who's been trying to fucking launch a nuke over here and the media lose its fucking mind. And it's like, what, what sounds better? Because like, and that's the other thing, like, uh, North or, uh, North Korea was actively trying to make nukes to fucking send them over here. Whereas, 
Iran, Obama actually gave them nuclear technology. So, and they've been trying to make a nuclear reactor forever. He actually gave them that in a bunch of money. So he gave them the ability to make a nuke to send to us. And, uh, the other, oh, great. Do I have a rover of, The security guy's coming over here now. If it ain't one fucking thing, it's another. And interlude after 17 minutes. Not so much of an interlude this time. Um, I was thinking about doing it, but I didn't because I didn't want to have a whole bunch of little breaky sounds in there. I think that kind of takes you out of the moment. Uh, so I had... Um, security came by. Uh, we just talked because, you know, I work here. This is my job. And, uh, so I didn't have a problem. We didn't have a problem. Uh, talked to one of the truck hostler guys, the guys that move trucks around the yard and everything. Um, you know, good time. They moved all my trucks away. So, and there's one guy still moving a truck right now, and I didn't want to wait for him. So, he's going to probably make some noise here when he leaves. Um, and so, and now a truck's driving the, or a truck's blocking the exit. Oh, whatever. Craziness at work. Craziness. At least the train's not going. The train makes a lot more noise when they smack together and everything like that. So, that's good. I got nothing blocking me. Well, I got something blocking me, but not a whole lot of blockage for people seeing me vape because I'm technically not supposed to vape on company property, but I don't give a shit. It's not like anyone that works here is going to listen to this podcast anyways. <laughs> So, uh, we were talking about failures of, like, Obama versus Trump, you know, like, he, he had the IRS go after conservatives, he had journalists jailed, I'm pretty sure, I gotta I got find that again, but he had journalists jailed, um, he had, he, he did way more stuff than Trump has ever done. And yet, Trump is apparently Hitler and is trying to bring about fascism and all this shit. And it's like, that was not even close. Your your butt buddy Obama did way more shit. But like I've said, I, I despise Obama's politics. But Obama's personality... You know, like, I could probably be a friend with him. I probably wouldn't, you know, listen to some of his advice, but I could be a friend of his, you know, whereas Trump, I would not like to be a friend of his, but I want him to be my president. Like, a president, I think, a president personally shouldn't be some fucking person that you're like, yeah, he's awesome. I want him to, he makes me feel happy and special. 
No. I want a president that's going to get shit done. I don't care what the fuck he looks like. I don't care what he's going to say. I don't care what he's going to do. I want a president that's going to get shit done and make things better for me, my family, and my friends. And that's it. That's how 99% of Americans pretty much feel that they want a president that's going to get shit done. They don't give a fuck what he looks like, what's going to happen. You know, they don't give a shit what, you know, what they say for the most part. Because they're all, yeah, still yawning, sorry. They're all full of bullshit in some way, shape, or form. Um, Nobody's fucking perfect, but, you know, what are you going to do about it? Anyways, um, so yeah, the the whole boycott section of the website. Plus, I I got to revamp some things on that website for... uh, for articles, and I want to do some, uh, informational pieces, some pages with a bunch of information, basically about the, you know, like, to debunk white privilege and all that shit, and how we, I did, I did a, episode on that and you know the the teachings of that and kind of maybe you know just put lay some groundwork on there of some of the topics that we've talked about so that you can get like kind of like a research paper in a sense so you can kind of get a full view of what it is that I'm talking about instead of me just rambling on for an hour or so about BS and then, you know, finally getting to the point and then talking for another hour on BS because I'm good at that, just like I'm doing right now. Um, but yeah, uh, so to go back to what I was talking about, just a little bit ago about, I mean, it feels a lot longer for me because I had to stop and talk and do some things and everything. I mean, the sun's about to come up here pretty soon. I've been trying to do this dang episode all night, but I've been stopped a million times, it feels like. But, uh, (coughs) the, uh, the lady, you know, that said, you know, but I'd have to vote for Bloomberg. And it's the same thing with a lot of these Biden people. Oh, I'd vote for Biden, all this stuff. What about all this stuff that he did? I'm still going to vote for him. Same with what they did with Hillary. Hillary did all this shit. And, oh, same vote for, uh, I'm still going to vote for Hillary. And it's ridiculous. You can't tell me that you're for an organization that calls themselves Black Lives Matter and then you're gonna vote for a presidential candidate that could give two fucking shits about black people Trump has worked with a lot of black people in his life Trump there was there was a story um, I'm gonna have to find that video too. There was a story of this guy and how he got started. 
dang it, yawning again, uh, and how he got started, and, uh, his friend took him to a guy that would do loans for people like him, that didn't have a whole lot of good credit, and all that stuff, and blah, 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 and he couldn't get bank loans or anything like that to start up his business, he's like, I'm gonna take you to the guy, he helped me out, and, and stuff like that, and, and uh, okay, cool, so he took him to Donald Trump, and Donald Trump was like, all right, let, I'll, I'll hear it, let me, let me hear it, and he listened to the plan, and he, he, you know, the guy gave him, you know, basically a, some collateral and all that stuff, he had all the stuff, he just didn't have, like, bank type credit, he had all the stuff he needed, though, and Donald Trump uh, wrote him a check, or uh, or I think the guy wrote uh, gave Donald Trump a check for the the down payment or something. Like that. I forget what it was, and it's been a while since I listened to that. And uh, Donald Trump gave him the money. And then I think when he made his first payment or something, Donald Trump ripped up the check. And so the guy, you know, like he didn't have to, he got basically free money from Donald Trump. Donald Trump has helped out black people more. I mean, he got a fucking award for helping the black community. It's ridiculous. The guy's been helping people all his life, and yet all these leftists are fucking, fucking basically like, oh, you're not letting, you're not fucking kissing our feet. That's another thing. That's another thing with Black Lives Matter. All this shit about black people kissing. I don't know if I did in the last episode. I don't remember. But black people needing white people to kiss their feet. I'd knock a motherfucker out. All right. I ain't kissing your feet. I wouldn't kiss the president's feet. All right. I I I I'm not playing around like that. Uh uh uh. I ain't your bitch. You ain't my bitch. Like I don't know what it's like to own slaves and you're not you don't know what it's like to work a farm. You know to be out in the field. So you don't got any room to talk. You were never a fucking slave. Nothing ever happened to you. You need to shut your damn mouth. And that's really what it is. You really it's there's going to be issues in the next four years because Donald Trump's going to win. No fucking way Biden's winning. And there's so many black people that are going anti-Democrat. It's not... Eh, shit. It's not that there's a bunch of black people that are switching to Republican. There's a lot of black people that are not going to vote for Democrat anymore. And really, if anything, I, I think that's kind of why, what's her name, Joe Jorgensen? Sounds like a Icelandic chick, but uh, the, libertar- the libertarian candidate, who kind of sucks personally because she's all about open borders. I don't, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. But, uh, the Libertarian candidate 
she's kind of in the <sighs> Black Lives Matter encampment and stuff like that and kind of drinking a little bit of the Kool-Aid and trying to be politically correct and everything like that and that's kind of not what we do to the most part we're not we don't suck on the tit of the authoritarian people which is what democrat and republicans are authoritarian is more government control we're less government control so uh if anything we could try and get a lot of these black people to the libertarian side that's what we should be doing but we're not because we're stupid it is. The Libertarian Party is mostly a bunch of stupids. And I'm not really a Libertarian Party-ish, but Libertarian ideology. So, liber- if you don't know, Libertarianism is... Uh, look, uh, think of... think. Okay, uh, imagine a box. You know, square box. Or, not a box. A square a box is 3D, sorry, a square. And in that square is a line that goes up and down, kind of like the prime meridian. And then there's a box that goes side to side, kind of like the equator, right in the middle, okay? And so the top left of that that box that's now divided into four smaller boxes the top left of that is uh, authoritarian left, which is Democrats. The top right is authoritarian right, which is Republican. The bottom right is libertarian right, which is the Libertarian Party. And the bottom left is libertarian left, which is the Green Party. I mean, for the dominant ones, because then there's a lot of Littler ones like peace and freedom and constitutional this party or whatever and anarchy party and communist party because there's still a communist party in America which should be illegal but whatever and um, there's a whole bunch of parties all over the place and so uh, you can you can go to a, I do believe it's politicalcompass.gov.org politicalcompass.org And you can take a test and you can basically put yourself on the political compass. And I am basically what would be considered a classical liberal, which is by today's standards conservative because the left is so far left. Um, But I'm kind of on the libertarian side you know, the bottom part, but I'm like in the middle between left and right. So kind of like a libertarian centralist. Um, I don't know where I was going with that whole thing. I'm sorry, but yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. A lot of this stuff that's going on. And so that's basically talking about black media that's basically what it is, is that I'm okay with black media happening, but I'm not okay when black people and black media make an all-black show talking about how they're not equal, 
and how there's injustice for just them and how you know on and on about how they're silenced and they need a voice and you know black lives matter but you know black lives only matter for the people that were shot unfairly by cops which were nine last year you know stuff like that all nine of those people everyone else doesn't matter black on black crime doesn't fucking matter but also that they talk about too that you know um the 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 media and that um the media representation and all this stuff and blah 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 there's not enough black representation there's not enough representation of America and the di- that shows the diversity of America you know and in Congress and everything else and blah 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 well uh, 16% of America is black so that means 16% of all news shows and all music and all movies should be black right 16% of all fucking football players should be black. But they're not. There's no Hmong or Japanese American, you know, football players. Or, I mean, I think congressmen, I'm pretty sure. But, you know, there's not a whole bunch of Japanese American rappers. There's not a whole bunch of. Hmong American rappers. There's not a whole bunch of Nigerian American rappers. There's no, not a whole bunch of Jewish American rappers. You know what I'm saying? So, I forget. There was a breakdown of, you know, the, the, the richest, uh, racial groups in America and white people are fucking low on the list. So, uh, I don't know what you're talking about. We ain't living high in the white privilege. My motherfucking ass. It's more like Asian privilege or something like that. Cause they're the ones getting all the money. But, um, yeah. So I don't know. I'll try and, um, probably elaborate on some things and go into depth um i'm pretty sure i did a black lives matter-ish podcast uh maybe i'll talk about the protests or something or maybe covid or i don't know i'll have to figure out something i'd like to make a multi-topic episode but It's hard enough for me to stay on topic for one topic, yet alone a multitude of topics. I talk about too much shit. Too much random crap. And I'm sure you agree, all three of you. (laughs) Plus, it's like 4 a.m. and I'm a little delusional being up all night. But, you know, that's what it is. Well, hopefully, you enjoyed this episode. I don't know exactly how long it is, but I'm pretty sure it's well long enough. I can't find out without ending this episode or this 
recording, but I'm already at 20 minutes, pretty much, uh, 19 and a half minutes, and for one, I'm yawning too damn much, so I should stop, but, um, I'm almost at 20 minutes, and I barely said anything, this is like the outro for this, a very long outro, (laughs) um, I'll probably put some music, maybe some of the same music on the end of this, um, please, if you decide to donate and support, uh, I read names, I'll read names, um, you can, I'm sure you can give a note in with your donation, so if you, I'm gonna have to check that, if you don't want your name read, I don't, I will, uh, support your decision, um, there's, uh, I'm, I'm doing this, this is the model that a good podcast I like to listen to called The No Agenda Show does, which is value for value. Also, Mo Facts does it. If you haven't listened to them, you should probably go listen to both of those. Um, they don't do ads or nothing like that, but Adam Curry and John C. Dvorak are fucking rich asses, and I'm not. So, uh... Adam Curry used to work for MTV and a whole bunch of other stuff. And John C. Dvorak is a big tech whiz and stuff like that and wrote a bunch of articles. So they both had money, enough money to, through their lives. And they started their podcast, you know, when they were 60 and now they're 80. But, um, not really. They're less than that. I think they're 60 now. So they probably started when they were 50 or something like that. Because they've only been doing it 10, maybe a little bit more, 12 Something like that years. I think it was 12 years they just did. Um, But they do value for value. Because they don't want to be supported by advertising. Because it's hard to advertise on podcasts. Because there's no way to know for certain where you're... Who... how, How long someone has listened to a podcast... How many podcast? You know how many people have actually listened. Um, there's so many ways to fudge the numbers, and there's so many different platforms that your podcast is going to. It's just it's hard to get concrete numbers, and you can't give concrete numbers to an advertising agency or a you know someone to sponsor you if you know all the all the numbers can be kind of skewed so you know you just got to go with the the best way is value for value and they personally they they make easily easily $6,000 each a month easily i'm not expecting that i mean not unless i get a lot better at this but you know, that's why I'm saying, like, it, you guys can write a note. I'll read it. Uh, if you guys get Anchor, you can leave a vet voice message. I'll play it. Uh, if you want to donate, I'll play your, your message. And 
if it's good feedback, I might even play it anyways for free. But, you know, if you have ideas for content, if you have ideas for things, if you, you know, whatever, whatever it is, you are a part of the show. Again, all three of you are a part of the show. And... Which is weird, because apparently I'm split down the middle on men and women, men and women, so one of you is both, I guess, so, uh, because there's no non-binary or whatever, um, so yeah, uh, I appreciate you listening. I hope you have a good rest of your day or night, whatever time it is. And until the next episode, uh, just be good, be kind to one another. Oh no, I'm trying to think of a nice saying. All right, until next time. Adios, mofo. Amen. Fist bump.